brought to you in part by Boot Country. Boot Country carries a complete line of boots and western wear for men, women, and children. Boot Country with three locations, Chester Road, Mall Road in Florence, and off the Little York exit on I-75 in North Dayton. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious way to launch a weekly show, while I nodded nearly nappy, suddenly there came a scratching, and then a coyote gently yapping, yapping at my chamber door. Tis some coyote, I muttered, yapping, and he will not go. Quoth the coyote, Riders Radio Theater is on the air. Radio, it's the Riders on the radio. Come on, park and set it up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. Radio, radio, we've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, riders in the sky. Too slim, the man of many hats. Would he call the king of the cowboy fiddlers and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth? But not yet. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program. We're Sounds like mating season out There's there. There's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now with the 2,527th performance of their hard-boiled career, here are Riders in the Sky. Yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarets. A packed house at the beautiful, historic Emory Theater tonight. Folks out there all over America and Australia and Canada listening to Riders in the Sky. And, of course, thank you, Texas. Dick Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. So much show tonight, so much excitement. Let me introduce us, introduce us very briefly, beginning with Too Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, and Joey, the Cow Polka Kid. We're going to saddle up and ride with the wind. Ride with the wind. While the beast under the desert trail wanders, the lightning bolts under the dark leaden sky. Shadows remind him of those who would find him, and that was to die.
Turn off your radio, there's blasting up ahead. Okay, turn it back on. And just in time for this message. There was an old lady from Houston, had two hens and a rooster. The rooster died, the poor lady cried, said my hens don't lay like they used to. Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame indeed, neighbors. There's no sadder sight than a hen house without a rooster. Unless, of course, it's a hen house with a rooster who can't do what he used to. It's time for some straight talk about chickens, my friends. And when you need straight talk about chickens, you need me, Texas Vix Bender. I've sold more than a million baby chicks to satisfied customers just like you. And along the way, I picked up a little insight into how chickens think. It's no great secret. They think a lot like you and me. They like a little affection now and then, and what's wrong with that? Nothing unless your rooster can't answer the call. That's why I formulated Rooster Booster, a compound guarantee to restore peace and harmony to your hen house. Rooster Booster gets a tired, dragged out, depressed rooster back on his feet and in the swing. It's a secret mi mixture of bee pollen, hormones, and pureed goat glands combined with a tasty cracked corn compote, which no rooster on earth can resist. Just toss a handful on the ground near your sad sack, cock of the walk, and within minutes, he's back to his old self, strutting, crowing, and doing what the good Lord intended. Egg production down, rooster booster. Hens tense and edgy about little things that just didn't seem to matter before. Rooster booster. Pecking order squabbles wearing you out. Rooster Booster! Yes, it's only $9.99 a bag, and you can get all you need from me at 1-900-Booster. So call now, won't you? And let's change that song a little bit. A lady from old Cincinnati 
Had a big flock of driving her batting. Her rooster quit and the booster hit. Now the flock is all so happy. That ain't a shame. No, that ain't a shame. And neighbors, all the research isn't in yet. But if you want to try a little rooster booster yourself, well, I don't believe you'd regret it. <laughs> And now don't go away, Zadifal. Here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with old and golden slippers. Thank you, Texas Bakes. Uh, time for letters to Ranger Doug. And we have a letter here from little Joshua Heyer of Dakota, Minnesota. Isn't that where Mer Wendell Mercantile is from, or is that Wyoming, Nevada? Wyoming, Montana. Wyoming, Wyoming okay. Doug. Well, he's from Dakota, Minnesota. I don't know what station he listens to us on. He wrote quite a lovely long letter here, but wants to know, uh, would you please sing When the Work's All Done This Fall, if you have time. Most of your other songs are not very long. Why well, don't you just go ahead and sing it now, Ranger Joshua, Doug? I thought we'd take a little time in this show to sing this song. It's almost 100 years old, written in 1893 by a Montana cowpuncher called, called D.J. O'Malley, and it's when the work's all done this fall. A group of jolly cowboys discussing plans at ease Says one, I'll tell you something, boys, if you will listen, please. I am an old cowpuncher. And though I'm dressed in rags, I used to be a tough one and take on great big jags. Now I have got a home, boys, a good one you all know. Although I haven't seen it since long, long ago. But I'm going back home to Dixie once more to see them all. I'm going to see my mother when the work's all done this fall. Now after the roundup's over and after the shipping's done, I'm going straight on home, boys, or my money's gone. My mother's heart is breaking, it's breaking for me, that's all. But with God's help, I'll see her when the work's all done this fall. Well, that very night, this cowboy went out to stand his guard. The weather, it was stormy and raining very hard. The cattle, they got frightened and they rushed in wild stampede. The cowboy tried to head them while riding at full speed. While riding in the darkness, so loudly he did shout. Trying his best to head them and turn the herd about. But his saddle horse had stumbled and on him it did fall And he'll not see his mother when the work's all done this fall His body was so mangled the boys all thought him dead They picked him up so gently and laid him on his bed 
he opened wide his blue eyes and looking all around he motioned to his comrades to sit near him on the ground well boys please send my wages the wages i have earned for i am so afraid boys the last year i have turned i'm going to a new range i hear my master call and I'll not see my mother when the work's all done this fall. Now, Slim, you take my saddle, and Woody, you take my bed. Joey, take my pistol after I am dead. What about me? And think about me kindly as you gaze upon them all. Hey, wait a minute, don't die. And <laughs> my lovely mother when the work's all done this fall. Joey, you forgot me here. Poor Charlie was buried at sunrise, no tombstone at his head. What about your horse? Nothing but a little board, and this is what it says. I'm sick of this mule, I need a... Charlie died at daybreak, he died from a fall. Oh, don't die, come and on. And you'll not see oh, his no. mother when the work's all done this fall. Oh, he wanted me to have his horse, I know it. Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey, with the Saddlebound, we'll be right back. Here's the number two song on the National Polka Countdown, the Beer Barrel Polka. Riders Radio Theater is made possible in part by Sound Alternatives, a specialty music store at 7384 Reading Road. Sound Alternatives specializes in New Age, International World Beat, Folk, Celtic, Light Jazz, and Blues. Sound Alternatives, 531-1299. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 12 of the exciting Western melodrama, Raiders of the Vanishing Everglades. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall that depraved Slocum and Charlie have stolen a set of perfect $100 bill printing plates from the United States Treasury, and using bogus bills, purchased 10,000 acres of pristine Florida wetlands. Then, despite the fact that any disturbance of these lands could cause irreparable damage to the entire South Florida ecosystem, including Everglades National Park, they tricked High Sheriff Drywall while on his vacation into building a dike around their property so that they could drain the land and put up the world's largest roller coaster and parking lot. Meanwhile, learning that special treasury agents, riders in the sky, were hot on their trail, Slocum and Charlie trapped the riders in a pit filled with over 5,000 poisonous snakes. You know, I think this calls for the snake charmer's yodel. The escape was tense and blood-curdling, but the yodel worked. The riders escaped and the chase was resumed. Meanwhile, Drywall, realizing what Slocum and Charlie were up to, threatened to expose them. It was then that Charlie rolled the high sheriff of Tumbleweed Valley into a little ball and threw him into a runaway D-10 caterpillar. Not yet. The caterpillar careened out of sight and Slocum and Charlie went about their business. But unbeknownst to them, the out-of-control D-10 destroyed their dike and then headed south. It was as it approached Everglades National Park that the Florida Highway Patrol set up a howitzer and began trying to blast it to smithereens. It's now episode 12, entitled, On the Road to Smithereens. Doggone it, you missed again. Reload. 
Sight in. Get it right this time. Always right in our sights now. We got him. Ready? Sir, and... sir, seems to be stopping, sir. How could he stop? We haven't blasted him to smithereens yet. Well, could be he's running out of gas, sir. Holy mackerel. I believe he's running out of gas. Hallelujah. Shall we unload, sir? No. <laughs> no, as long as we got it loaded up, let's find something else to shoot. Good idea, sir. Let me see now. What would make an easy, uh, I mean, a good target here? Right? Meanwhile, back at Slocum's construction site, unaware that drywall's runaway D-10 destroyed the back around him, not yet, and the waters are rising, and that riders in the sky are hot on his trail, Slocum is gloating. Well, let me see here, Charlie. We've had a pretty good week here. We bumped off riders in the sky with that snake pit. Right. <laughs> We got a dike built, and we're just about drained 10,000 acres of pristine Everglades. Right. We bought the components for the world's largest roller coaster, which are being shipped to us as I speak. Yeah. What do you say? We take a break. Yeah. Go to the races. Why you know not? what they say, all work and no play. <laughs> what about it? Well, it makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah? Who's Jack? Well, he's this dull boy. Yeah? Well, who cares? Oh, forget it. <laughs> Come here, let's look at this highway map on the wall here and figure out how to get to the Daytona right. Speedway. <laughs> now, I'll use this bright orange magic marker here to highlight the route we'll take. Uh -huh. Let's see. Here's Daytona. I'll draw a big race car around it. Uh -huh. and here we are. I'll mark that with an X. Now, looks like the best way is to cut across the Interstate 95 and take it all the way to Daytona. Then we get on I-4 and take exit 57. That'll put us right at the Daytona International Speedway. Got it? Got it. <laughs> okay, let's go. We'll just take one of the Vipers. You drive. Right. <laughs> While these two moral morons take off on a villain's holiday, riders in the sky are closing in. A short while later, they arrive at the construction trailer Slocum and Charlie so recently departed. Oh, well, easy on now. Senator, stop. Let's check this trailer out here, boys. Gosh, no one's here. They're gone, Ranger Dodge. Maybe they left a clue that'll tell us where they went. Let's turn this place upside down and see. Huh, okay, Ranger Dodge. Hey, what's going on? One, two, three. Oh, oh, oh. Next down. time you do something like that, give me a little more warning. Sorry, old timer. Oh. Hmm. Well, I don't see any clues. Uh, me neither. Hey, wait a minute. Why? Am I going somewhere? Oh, what's this? It's a map. Look, someone has used a bright orange magic marker to highlight the route from here to Daytona. Hmm. Oh, shucks. I thought it might be a clue. It is a clue. Look, they drew a race car around Daytona, and the route they highlighted goes right to the Daytona International Speedway. Oh. Yeah. What can it mean? It means all work and no play. Yeah? What about it? Well, it makes Jack a dull boy, you know. Oh, yeah. Who's Jack? Never mind, Slim. Let's mount up and head for Daytona. Okay. We'll gain some time on them by taking the Osceola Trail. Great idea. On the way, I'll use my Saddlehorn cellular phone to put out an all-points bulletin for every law enforcement agency in the state to be on the lookout for Slocum and Charlie. Ha! Looks like their long trail of crime is almost at an end, I say. Quickly, riders in the sky leave the upside-down trailer, mount their horses, and ride for Daytona. Head up, head up oh, there, boy. Sometime later, Slocum and Charlie are approaching the interstate exit for the Daytona Speedway. Charlie, look at the time. You had to stop and eat and go to the bathroom so many times. We missed the start of the race. <laughs> well, I did, didn't I? Well, look, why don't we get on the radio, boss? We can find out what's happening with the race and keep up with any late-breaking plot developments as well. Ah, good idea, Charlie. I'll turn it on here. And the caution flag's about to be lifted. Now, for those of you tuned in late, 
Darrell Waltrip is in the lead by less than a lap over Sterling Marvin. But I believe Darrell's gonna have to make a pit stop for too long. What do you think, Kaz? I think I need to make one right now, Hammerhead. I'll be back in a minute. Uh, all right, Kaz, while you're doing that, we'll take a little pause for the cause. A word from our sponsor, Quacker State Oil. Quacker State keeps your duck running great. If you got a duck to lubricate, just remember Quacker State. Rub it up. Bum, bum. All right, we're back now. Well, I'm back. Cass is still making that pit stop, but we got to go away for this news bulletin right here. Hey, Slocum, why don't they get on with this race? Shut up. I want to hear this. Yeah. This is H.V. Colton, hosed with a special news bulletin. Mm. A statewide manhunt is underway for two counterfeiters known as Slocum and Charlie. Huh? They were last seen in a 1992 Viper automobile, license plate number BR549. <laughs> These men are believed to be armed and are considered dangerous but ignorant. Charlie, that's us. Turn that thing off. If you see them, think. immediately notify the nearest. Whew. Looks like the jig is up, boss. What are we gonna do? Oh, well, first we gotta get out of the state. Yeah. Uh, then we still got the place, right. so we'll just set up a little printing operation somewhere else, and we're back in business. Yeah, yeah, but right now, what do you want to do about that cloud of dust I see in the rearview mirror? Mm. Looks like riders in the sky to ah! me, boss. How did they get out of that snake pit? Beats me. We gotta lose them. Right. Take the next turn off. Uh, there's one by the speedway. Let's go. You got it. But Slocum's evasive action does not escape the notice of riders in the sky. There they go, boys, down that side road. After them. But what does escape everyone's notice is a small sign on the road they all turn onto, which says, entrance to raceway, drivers only. And after shooting through a small tunnel, Slocum and Charlie in their Viper, followed by riders in the sky on horseback, find themselves on the track in the thick of the Daytona 500. Whoa! Good grief! We're gonna get run over! Only, only you and Turbo can, can stay in this race, Ranger Doug. Okay, you boys, pull out and wait for me back by the entrance where we came in. Okay! Right, Ranger! Let's go, Turbo! One boy! Hey, listeners need not be reminded that Turbo is the only horse in the world with afterburners. I'm turbo! And suddenly the race takes on a whole new dimension. Come on, Charlie, get the lead out. We gotta take the lead on this lap and then duck back through that tunnel and get out of here. Right. With Ranger Doug on turbo, closing in fast, Charlie puts the pedal to the metal and surges towards the front, a fact that doesn't go unnoticed in the broadcast booth. We're coming up on the last two laps. Cass is finally back from his pit stop. Darrell Waltrip's still holding the lead, but holy cow, Sterling Mullins dropped back into fourth place and moving to second is a car I hadn't even noticed before. One of them new Vipers. And it's now in the lead. But folks, that ain't the half of it. Get this, Daryl Walter dropped all back to third, moving into second place. You ain't gonna believe this, neighbors. It's a horse. What do you think of that, Chaz? I, I think it's a damn lie. Well, see for yourself, it's a horse. I see it, but I know better to believe it, Hammerhead. I, I think we've made one too many pit stops. Next thing we'll be seeing pink elements racing out there. Well. I don't know if it's real or not, but I'll tell you what I think I'm seeing down there. The Viper's still in the lead, but the horse is making his move. Looks like it's going to overtake the Viper at any time. Wait a minute. The Viper's turned off the track into the driver's exit tunnel. The horse is trying to make the same turn, but he's going too fast. He's going to have to take another lap. And there's the white flag. It's the last lap of the race. A horse is going to win the Daytona 500. I don't ever want to have to explain this to anybody. Here's the checkered flag. The horse wins. The horse and his rider are taking a victory lap. They're coming to the winner's circle. They're giving the rider, whoever he is, the trophy. He's a big strapping feller wearing a big white hat. 
boy's got a big grin, too. Yeah, that grin kind of reminds me of the grill on a 58 Buick. Yeah, here. Well, now, here comes Miss Daytona. Now, she's giving them the traditional winner's kiss. We got a live mic set up down there. Let's go down there and listen in to what they're saying to each other there. Well, they're still kissing that. Boy, some kisses laying on there, cats. Yeah, you got to be a yodeler to kiss like that, I Whoa, the kiss is ended. Now let's listen in and see what he has to say. What's that, Turbo? Sounds like his horse said something to him. Well, that horse runs over to me surprised if he could spout the Gettysburg address. You're right, Turbo. They're getting away. We have to go. So soon? Oh, well. I guess it would be churlish of me to just ride off. I mean, everyone has gone to so much trouble for this ceremony and all. It, it just wouldn't be right. It, it wouldn't be the... Uh, right, exactly. Now let's see, Miss Daytona. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Well, they're smooching again. Where's that accordion music coming from? I don't have a clue on that. Well, the race is over. Let's sign off and go make a pit stop. I heard that. Well, this is Hammerhead Stelson. And Ted Crump. Signing off. We'll see you in Darlington, neighbor. And as it was that quite some time later... The ceremonies were completed, and Ranger Doug rejoined his compatriots outside the raceway. Wow. Gosh, Ranger Doug. <clears throat> yes? Where, where have you been? Oh, I'll explain on the ride. Which way did Slocum go? They went south on I-95, Ranger Well, let's Doug. ride. Hit up, Get up. Now, once again, the chase is on. But where will it lead? What tricks will Slocum use to elude capture? And what will losing the Daytona 500 to a horse due to Daryl Walton's peace of mind? You won't find the answers to these questions in an NASCAR press release, but you will find them right here, same time, same station, next week in episode 13, the concluding chapter of Readers of the Vanishing Everglades, entitled Sozero Pass in Space. It's a rocket ride and high ride and high fly and highfalutin melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. And now here again are Riders in the Sky and Joy the Kalpoka King. Thank you, Texas Dix. We have a classic of the West here. We'd like to send it out to Dan Crawford in Manchester, Iowa, who listens to Riders Radio Theater on KUNI in um, Cedar Falls, Iowa. His zip code is 32057. He made that quite clear in his letter. It's Billy Hill's Call of the Canyon with the King of the Cowboy Fiddlers to sing it. Melancholy echo Lingering when the day is through It's the call, it's the call of the, the canyon. canyon Once again I'm dreaming of you Every night I search the moonlight Up and down the river shore it's the call, it's the call of the canyon. Maybe I will find you once more. Standing there alone by the ashes of the fire we said would never die. Will I ever find an ember burning from the days gone by? 
Then I hear a lonely whisper And the little spark I see It's the call, it's the call of the canyon Bringing back your answer to me And a little spark I see It's the call It's the call of the canyon Bringing back your answer to me It's the call The call of the canyon Bringing back your answer to This is the VXU Radio Network. After a long, hard day, there's nothing quite like the soothing sounds of jazz to make everything all right. Hi, this is Nancy Leist inviting you to join me every Tuesday night from 8.30 to 11.30 for a good dose of straight-ahead classics, basic blues, and great jazz vocalists. So keep it tuned right here to your jazz connection. We are WVXU, radio with a view. Writers Radio Theater is made possible in part by Tema Systems. Tema Systems offers a complete line of chemical and mineral processing equipment systems, including chemical centrifuges, coal centrifuges, sampling systems, polyurethane screens, laboratory crushers, and laboratory screens. WVXU Cincinnati, WVXC Chillicothe, WVXR New Paris Richmond, and WVXM West Union. Radio with a view. Our forecast for this evening, tonight, variable cloudiness and cool with lows in the mid-50s, 20% chance of rain. Saturday, mostly cloudy, a 30% chance of showers and a high near 70. Saturday night, partly cloudy and cool with a low of 48. And Sunday, mostly sunny but continued cool with a high of 68. Right now we have 66 degrees under cloudy skies. AP News is next. AP Network News. I'm Mark Hamrick. Defying threats of a veto coming from the White House, the Senate has voted to extend jobless benefits for the unemployed. Otherwise, for many, the checks will end in two weeks. The White House likes a Republican alternative that would have limited extra coverage to a maximum of $1,000.